This is John Kosis, Broadcast and Media Relations Manager for the Columbia Fireflies, and you're listening to the All About Nothing Podcast. This episode of the All About Nothing Podcast is brought to you by GOT Sound Studio. GOT Sound Studio offers a variety of experiences, music, voice, and instrumental recording and production, video, and still photography. GOT Sound Studio has all of your media needs met. Owned and operated by Dominique Stewart, the Neek the Geek, experienced artists as well as up-and-coming will find everything they need to create. Bring your media needs to one of the most talented producers and engineers in the business, Neek the Geek. You can find details by visiting gotsoundstudio.com or calling 803-243-2302. You can also find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. The All About Nothing podcast may have content and language. That isn't appropriate for some. Listener discretion is advised. It's Monday, February 26th, and this is episode 195 of the All About Nothing podcast. I am Bear Gruber, and this week my guest is Dr. George Ackerman, PhD, JD, MBA, and MS. Those are all of his titles. Uh, I'm humbled to have gotten to sit down with Dr. Ackerman, and I I won't give away his story just yet, but I'll preface this conversation by saying uh, what is to come. He is the son of Sharon Riff Ackerman, whom lost her battle to Parkinson's disease on the 1st of January in 2020. Uh, In honor of his mother's strength, uh, he created a website to help spread awareness uh, for those that have been diagnosed with Parkinson's, for those that haven't, and for those that are uh, supporters of finding a cure, uh, but mostly spreading awareness about the disease. So the website is togetherforsharon.com, and we'll welcome Dr. Ackerman to the show here in just a couple minutes. Before that, uh, let me get uh, started off by saying thank you. Uh, to all of you listeners, to the supporters of the show. Without listeners, it's it's really just me speaking into the void of nothing. So thank you for listening and supporting the show. Uh, if you can, I have two requests. Uh, please follow the show, share the show. Uh, others are more likely to listen and subscribe if it's something that's been recommended to them. So if you find the show on social media, please follow us and like the show. Please comment, give us feedback. It sounds like I really made like three requests in there, but uh, you know. As long as you're not keeping tally, we're okay. I also want to thank uh, my close friend and fellow podcaster, Ami, of the show Welcome to Wonderland, for letting me be her first guest in her expanding format of the Wonderland pod. I think our conversation about voting, the history, and the rules, as well as the security behind voting, was a, a really good conversation that didn't really beat on the political drum, which you all know me and know that I need that fix sometimes. But If you haven't heard it yet, you can go back and listen to it. It was the episode previous to this one on All About Nothing Podcast, or you can go back and you can listen to it on uh, Welcome to Wonderland, the pod. Uh, So uh, with all that out of the way, let's get into it with Dr. George Ackerman. All right. Welcome to the All About Nothing Podcast. Of course, uh, I'm Bear Gruber, and I am joined uh, this week's episode with uh, Dr. George Ackerman. Uh, He is uh, originally from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, he is residing in Florida now. So, uh, George, thank you very much for being with me. Uh, thank you and all your viewers. It uh, means a lot uh, being able to just meet you, talk to you, and again, become not just friend but family in this fight against Parkinson's disease. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me, let me uh, just say, so Dr. George Ackerman with a Ph.D., a J.D., an M.B.A., and an M.S. I know Ph.D., I know M.B.A., 
what is JD and what is MS? You also forgot police officer. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I was going to yeah. get into that too. Also, uh, yeah. Yeah, my, mainly my big thing is I go by Sharon's son yeah. because that's, yeah. and I wouldn't be the man or even accomplish those uh, educational academic achievements if it wasn't for my mother's sacrifice. And we'll hopefully get to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, oh, yeah. JD is just a Juris Doctorate. I'm an attorney in Florida and Washington, D.C. And which was the other one? Oh, Sorry, the, the MS. <laughs> too many. MS, uh, it's funny. A master's in science of sports. I actually worked a lot. I'm a big uh, into basketball athlete. I interned and worked my master's uh, at a college basketball team. But my dream was really after seeing Jerry Maguire, the movie, to do what he did. So when I was younger, I literally took my little diploma went, to the big four major South Florida sports teams, the Panthers, Marlins, Heat, and uh, uh, Pan uh, what was the other one? And the uh, Marlins and the Heat and the last football is Dolphins. And walked in as a youngster, spoke to people, and they just offered me vending jobs, which is nothing wrong, but I had a law degree, and I kind of just decided it just unfortunately didn't know the right people. Luckily, my career shifted towards law enforcement, and I dedicated most of my life, and I still do, to helping uh, victims of crime. And I kind of uh, ended up doing my dissertation and having an honor to sit with uh, about 40, 50 mothers. Uh, it was African-American mothers who lost their loved ones due to murder in West Palm Beach, Florida. And my uh, career, my life was really dedicated because the we have victims, and sadly, sometimes they're not with us anymore. But then the family members become secondary victims through the system, and they're forgotten. So I wanted to give a voice to the voiceless. And in a way, which leading to today, my advocacy for Parkinson's awareness, in my opinion, just until last year, I feel that individuals diagnosed with Parkinson's and caretakers have been voiceless. Uh, our system of medical and government has really, in my opinion, not, not to say a bad thing, but neglected them. And again, sitting here, we're we're at a time through history, and hopefully we'll touch on it. But last December 2023, the Congress finally passed the uh, first bill ever called the National Plan to End Parkinson's Disease, and that's really making history. And what it would do is it'll help uh, fund new research, it'll help early diagnosis, it'll spark new uh, models for care also address the disparities throughout society that individuals might not be able to get attention and also help awareness, but really end the disease through a cure. So that's kind of the where I correlate my prior life to what I'm, my mission is today is to end Parkinson's disease. Yeah. And, and, and let's talk about that some, because, um, your what you and your family done has begun you've created a foundation in honor of your mother Sharon Riff uh Atkinson Ackerman I'm sorry let me let me stop you for one oh, minute sure. even though you're the boss it's uh that's an important thing that you mentioned we're not a foundation okay. I'm just a son I'm one person I'm a son who lost their best friend to this disease and I feel we were really you know and her robbed of her beautiful life she was only 69 and even 15 or 16 of the last years were not really living. And uh, so I didn't want a foundation. We don't accept money. Okay. The only thing I do accept is that I want everyone out there, whether you're fighting Parkinson's or anything, to know there are people like me uh, that love you. And we send our love and support. And I'm going to keep fighting until we find a cure. 
any donations. We have a link goes to the Michael J. Fox Foundation in memory of my mother or the Parkinson's Foundation or a drive toward a cure and power uh, over Parkinson's and the American Parkinson's Disease Association. So we, I, in a way, I love it because I don't have to deal with the IRS and taxes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, none of it is yeah. out of our hands. So again, the most important thing is my goal today is to know that I literally want nothing in return today except that people know that, you know, we're going to fight till we find a cure. Well, tell me about your mom. Uh, uh, who what, who was she? You know, what was it? Because uh, we'll, we'll, I want to get into the Parkinson's because I think uh, that that for a lot of my listeners, and, and, and I mentioned before we started recording, that I have friends uh, that have been diagnosed with Parkinson's, and that is what they're battling now. Uh, but your mom, where where was she from? Yeah, my mother's originally from Brooklyn. I was born there. Uh, she was a very independent woman. Unfortunately, my parents were divorced, so she lived alone. She shopped alone. She had a bunch of beautiful friends. Uh, she really was able to live a regular life. She liked to walk, so it didn't really start to impact her towards the last 15 years of her life. And we always heard the word Parkinson's, but I never even, to be honest, was aware myself to the last four years. Yeah. She uh, had a uh, she didn't have a lot growing up. She struggled. She met my father. She had a master's in psychology. She was a school teacher for little children, but she gave it all up so my father could go to medical school, and she raised me and my brother. And as I mentioned, I don't feel I would be the man or have accomplished what I did if it wasn't for her sacrifices. So when she was in the most time of need, I didn't even think twice that it's time to not just give back, but never let her go through this tough journey alone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when, when did she, when, when did she begin to, or when did you both, I guess, begin to, uh, recognize that there was something wrong, not necessarily that it had been diagnosed as Parkinson's, but when, when, and what was it that you all happened to notice was one of the changes? She had it for many years, like I mentioned, and she didn't, I don't know, like, I wish I could go back and wonder, talk and ask her, I don't know if she was ashamed, uh, worried, scared, or just unknown of what the future was going to bring. She never wanted to bother anyone about her own issues. She always put her family first and her friends. Even today, if she knew I was doing this, she would say, George, wait, don't waste your time. <laughs> Go spend your time with this family. And I'm, you know, I appreciate it, but it's not going to happen. Mom. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she uh, didn't show many signs. So towards the last five years, she had her left arm was kind of stiff. So she had trouble maybe cutting food, but again, she could still drive, shop, and, you know, be with her friends. Uh, come over on Sunday morning, she loved to see her three grandkids, and they blew bubbles in the backyard. So, uh, but then what happened is, unfortunately, you know, they, she was getting worse, and she just was struggling. So they decided to enroll her in a special trial. And again, I'm not mad at the doctors or the trial or anything, because I've only blamed the disease, not the people around it. Uh, But uh, she came back that night, and we don't know to this day if they drastically changed the medicine or what happened. But I uh, I was called, and you can take classes maybe on caregiving, but you don't know what caregiving is. So you're thrown in the depths of, I call, felt like hell. Uh, for my own personal, I never had a feeling like that. I've been through a lot. I've been maced, tased by going to the police academy, and that feels like hell, but there's nothing like this feeling because it's your loved one. Yeah. Uh, so at 4 a.m., I got a call to, by my father from New York, George, you got to rush over to your mother's house at 4 a.m. I didn't even know what to expect. A, I was scared, worried. I 
didn't know if I could control the situation because of the police officer reserve. You get to a scene, you take care, you can usually, you know, assess it. So I got there and I didn't, I still didn't, I was all frantic. My mother was moving her furniture out of her house and she thought someone was going to harm her. And that's when we found out she late onset dementia had kicked in. So now we had another fight to come. And what happens with that, you know, some terms it's even more frightening because you have hallucinations and delusions. So I brought her to the hospital. They said we saved her life. But it, in a way, I kind of feel that it was the start of something bad because her health, you know, imagine like a hammer and a nail. I felt like I was just being hit over the head. And just finally, the worst part of that story, and again, I want this to end on a positive note because, you know, out of sadness comes great things like me having the opportunity to meet you. And hopefully, again, this is not just about a podcast, but a friendship. And even I consider a lot of people family after this. But uh, uh, so I went to a room to get some clothing and, uh, you know, I don't have one here, but we have post-it notes that we use just for reminders around our whole room, like a horror movie, were post-it notes of people's names and dogs and animals that we used to have. And she just couldn't understand at some point of the day uh, who was really there in reality and who wasn't. And actually, that was the moment that, like, I was crushed. I felt sad and, you know, fell apart myself. I had to pick myself up and be strong for her. So, uh, But after that day, they put her in like a rehab center and she went from walking to a cane to a walker to a wheelchair and the last week bed bound. And it's just something I never want anyone else to ever have to go through. No, absolutely. I, I, that, it's, it's, it's one of my fears of either myself or family member uh, being uh, stricken with the battle against Parkinson's disease because that's that's ultimately what it really is. Uh, we mentioned before we started recording, uh, Matt Villardebo is a uh, uh, he is a candidate for the state house here in South Carolina, and uh, I know that he's done a a lot working uh, to raise money uh, for Parkinson's disease uh, because he is affected by it. Um, I mentioned we have a we have a mutual friend in in. Uh, down in Galveston, Texas, uh, named Melissa. That that you know, she's an she's a huge advocate, and you do a podcast with her. Um, tell me, tell me about the podcast. What's the name of the podcast? Yeah, it's funny you said that because I uh, consider her one of the people I would never have met if it wasn't for this adventure or journey. Uh, uh, we have a podcast, so basically, I'm not an expert like you, but I just thought you know, people like seeing faces and voices, not just the radio. I mean, we're getting into new technology and things soon they'll have AI and we won't have to, we won't be able to do anything. They'll have one of you and I can picture it. Out. Yeah. Like I said, tell the viewers, I love the voice. It's, he has the best voice. Uh, <laughs> Appreciate any, uh, that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I see a lot of podcasts. They're all unique and whatever, you know, but what I didn't notice is there was never one that I've seen that brings someone with Parkinson together with the caretaker. So I've met three individuals, uh, Mark, Milo, yep. Melissa, um, Marie Livingston, and Esther, who's also you might know from TikTok. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Uh oh. I uh, I lost him. There we go. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Anyway, I was so excited. I guess so. Uh, and uh, the uh, and Esther, and uh, so what we did is we I'm the caretaker. And there were the three individuals diagnosed with Parkinson's and it's called unscripted where we just get together and we always have so many amazing talks. We're up to episode three. We do one a month 
and it's just incredible because there's just so much in common, even though we all have such different paths. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so um, we were talking. We were we were we were talking about your mother's Parkinson's, and and uh, and I, I I did remember reading that she did wind up suffering from dementia. Um, I've had family members that have have wound up suffering from dementia. Uh, but Sorry to hear that. yeah, and, and uh, no, and I appreciate that. Uh, but the, his, my, my uncle's dementia, uh, wasn't the result of some genetic, uh, marker. He didn't, he didn't develop dementia from anything related to, uh, anything familiar. Uh, his was a result of, uh, he had, he had had an injury in his shoulder and then developed in the hospital, a staph infection. And that staph infection actually made its way up to his brain, and and that was what actually resulted in him uh, suffering from dementia, uh, and it took him very quickly. Um, I, I and and of course you're not a, a medical doctor, but do you do you have any sort of feelings about whether the Parkinson's and the dementia were potentially related? Was that you know is there a history of dementia in your family? Excuse me, I'm really glad you brought that up. There's one thing I do want to point out, and you are, again, well aware, any, and I'm not a medical doctor. I have a Ph.D. in mind in criminal justice. I'm a professor, but Parkinson's disease is very tough to fight uh, because it's so unique, and it does not affect every person the same. But what happened to my mother in our journey does not mean somebody else will have the same uh, outcome. So, you know, we were very upset and frustrated and still am today because we were told you don't die of Parkinson's, you die with it. So we never dreamt that my mother would kind of drastically decline in health and pass away at only age 69. Back to your question. Uh, I don't know much about my history. I've never been one to uh, do that test that you see on TV. Yeah. I always see everybody loving to do that. Even they do their dogs now, which I don't <laughs> I don't understand. But, not, you know, I love everyone, so nothing. <laughs> but I, uh, so I don't know about the history. I don't know anyone, like, through the individuals I knew living that had it. But it was uh, not everyone, again, gets dementia that has Parkinson's and the same other way around. Yeah. I do wish we had a cure for dementia, too, because it's so hard to deal with that. Plus, she had fibromyalgia, which is pain, and dystonia comes where the curling of the toes. Yeah. She didn't have a lot of the external tremors, like Michael J. Fox, an incredible and inspiring actor and hero in the world of advocacy. So it's frustrating, too, because you don't see it. But inside, she was having these tremors. So even that is tough on her brain because uh, she doesn't. She felt like she was saying things, but nobody saw it, so they didn't believe her. So it's just a such a struggle with one day to a day. But I don't know about the history of dementia. My family, they've done so much, you know, more studies and technology since. Unfortunately, my mother had Parkinson's. I personally, I don't know if it's a bias, but I think she got it due to pesticides and things like that because. She had a nice home and a nice life and a beautiful place in Boca Raton, Florida. She didn't really keep up with the house. I don't know why. I, I was too young and at law school. But uh, she had, you know, mold and she had uh, ro uh, termites. So over the years, she had all the pesticides. Who knows what they sprayed? But I really feel in my heart that really was something that could have caused it. And now they're coming out with studies at the Paraguay and the, uh, the water at Camp Lejeune and so many other uh, environmental things cause Parkinson's 
And finally, I think the government's standing up and doing something, but it's too late for so many, which is really sad. Yeah, and 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 that is that is definitely one of the things that I've read over the course of of, of the several years that that I have uh, I have I've recognized uh, just how how much of a dramatic impact Parkinson's has the the number of individuals and 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 really you know the studies that are looking into it are it it does seem to be pointing toward uh some environmental issues that are man-made environmental issues that the you know you mentioned uh the the um uh, the use of chemicals and things like that or or you know what's in the water that sort of thing uh it 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 does seem to be leaning towards that direction that that this might be the root cause might actually be uh, something that we as humans have done. I mean, we learned it, it, it took decades to figure out that that we were um, uh, using asbestos in our uh, 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 to uh, to to insulate our homes and buildings and things like that. Only to find out that breathing in the asbestos dust is is it gives you cancer. I mean, it, it leads to potentially have cancer. So. And, 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 and when they figured that out, asbestos got, uh, you know, it, it was made illegal to use in, in residential mm-hmm. homes, lead paint. I mean, you know, these are, but, but it takes, it takes money being invested by the groups that are going to actually be able to do those studies so that we can, so that we can get to the answer of what's causing it. And, you know, and if you figure out what's causing it, I, I I'm of the belief that, that, you know, enough money involved can can come up with a cure to to put a stop to these things uh, for the people that already have it, and put a stop to the potential of people uh, developing Parkinson's because we've we've removed whatever that adjutant is that's creating the situation. Um, and that's why we that's why this show is so important, and all the work you know I do because again, the more awareness. If we even reach one person tonight that now understands Parkinson's, we've changed the world. I mean, I don't want to get back to my professor role in business course 101, but if you take the four Pinto case, which was really tragic, yeah. you know, they, no fit. I'm disclaiming this, we're not saying anything bad about Ford, <laughs> although they, but, uh, you know, they waited and Ford do they, you know, you wait, they, <laughs> they weigh the cost benefit versus life. I mean, people yep. were dying with the car exploding. Well, we're every time we wait another minute, people are losing their life due to this disease. And it's really something I think that we can change. So you mentioned being a caretaker uh, to your to your mother. Sorry, my, my light went out. Um, <laughs> You're having some interesting technology tonight. <laughs> I have uh, a scratch. I'm never going to scratch my ear again because it threw me right up. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, being your mother's caretaker, what were some of the struggles um, that, that you had in, in that caretaker role? Because I, and I'll just say, I know it's extremely difficult. My grandfather, uh, he lived with us and he aged out. So I saw the struggles that my mother had as his caretaker. Uh, my brother has uh, some some uh, uh, physical issues because he was he suffered from brain tumors. Uh, and so she's been his caretaker for his almost his entire life. Um, what what are some of the struggles? Uh, of being the caretaker for your mother who who suffered from Parkinson's? Thank you for that question. It's not an easy answer. I mean, I went through every stage of, if you look at some of the psychological, emotional, the hierarchies of Maslow, but, you know, you go through uh, sadness, grief, some of the, you know, you don't even know what tomorrow will bring. 
every day I felt like another, I felt like I was really searching because I'm the kind of person, no matter what, I'll, uh, you know, I'll look for every avenue, everything. We try medical marijuana, which was a whole nother podcast because I'm a cop trying to figure out if it's legal. I don't want to get in trouble. It was just a really funny and scary story. It didn't work for her. But, uh, you know, we went, we tried everything, but every day was another issue. So she had a lot of fear. We had to, we spent about 12000 a month just to hire what I call babysitters. They were caregivers, but they didn't know what Parkinson's was. They were just there so she wouldn't fall when I couldn't be there. But we were spending a tremendous amount of money. And then she would call me and tell me that they're harming her. As a son, you believe it. So I had to put video cameras in. Luckily, I noticed they didn't, but one did neglect her when she was, she didn't sleep at all because of all the, she had a lot of stomach issues caused from all the medication. So that was another, you know, nightmare. But as a caregiver, I mean, even today, four years later, I'm still grieving. I uh, I feel that these talks, like with you, even though you're not, you don't realize it, but they really helped me a lot. I've done a lot of them where I'm okay and I walk in the other room to my office with my wife and I might fall apart because it brings back, you know, memories uh, of my mother and what she struggled. But, uh, you know, it's, you have to talk about it. You have to speak up and you, I tell everybody you have to uh, stand up because if you don't and we don't, then we're, again, going to be further from a cure. Yeah, absolutely. And and please don't don't feel like you have to hold back because, honestly, I, with with my audience – uh, I, I I absolutely try to give as much information and be as as honest as absolutely possible because ultimately, you know, especially when it comes to things like Parkinson's and dementia and 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 cancers and things like that, there is there's no way I I don't believe that you can really get a good you you can't really impact somebody unless it's from the heart and it's it's absolutely honest and you know whether it's something whether it's that you fear. Uh, what's to come, or 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 you're or simply just exhausted from what's already passed. It's 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 real, and and it there's there's no way you know the idea of asking someone just to get over that or, or expecting that they they can't decompress after even just sitting the two of us talking about it that it's going to require decompression. I I I told you before we started recording, it's been a week. And and I know that at some point I'm going to have to decompress from mm-hmm. from everything I've experienced this week, and it's probably going to be in the form of, of of sitting in the dark and just weeping, and 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 that's the honest truth. Is that you know that it, it, I'm I'm not I'm not man enough to sit here and say I don't cry. No, absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully you'll laugh a little remembering our little talk. <laughs> I promise. Pro- I promise. I've I've got I've got I've got some stuff to entertain us towards the end of this, so you don't, yeah, you don't have to worry. We'll make we'll make we'll make good fun of it. Um, so uh, you mentioned uh, Michael J. Fox, uh, and and I saw uh, you actually had pictures posted on your Instagram uh, just recently of actually getting to meet uh, Michael J. Fox. Uh, tell me tell me about that a little bit. What was that experience like? He's a hero before all Parkinson's. Unfortunately, I have my own issues that I could probably write a book about back problems. I've had two spine surgeries that didn't work. I might be having a third in the summer. Uh, but when I was in the hospital, all of a sudden, I got I was so excited, not for the surgery, that they had a Back to the Future marathon. I was all I was like, yeah. <laughs> now I don't know if I want to watch it. I was watching it. But anyway, to tell you the truth, I grew up with Family Ties and all these shows, but never thought much about it. Uh, and then I learned about what happened to Mr. Fox. He uh, had early onset Parkinson's, like Melissa. 
uh, which means you get it at a, age 30 almost or 40s, uh, hour around our ages. And, uh, you know, it's very tough. Because I feel like they're robbed also. They might be able to live and, again, still do things, but they have to now fight this disease, which is just not fair. Uh, so uh, he has it. Yeah. And last year, he, yeah. he, re- he released the first movie ever where he, I don't think came out, but he fought back and explained his story where one day he was in bed and his finger just started twitching yeah. and he didn't know what it was, yeah. so he ignored it. And then he talked about, uh, and I did a movie review on it on our website, and that he spoke about how he was just scared to really come out because he didn't want to lose his job, his friends, his family, but he decided to advocate. So he's one of my heroes because he didn't have to do that. He formed the Michael Jakes J. Fox Foundation uh, for research in Parkinson's disease, and they're one of the leaders in the world to help fund a cure and fight for a cure. I've been had an honor now to work with them, and I'm going to be at one of their events called the IQ event, and we're going to have a table and talk about my mother. It's in March in, uh, in Hollywood, Florida, so that's going to be exciting. But I so I heard out of nowhere that he was going to be at you know in Orlando, which is about three or four hours away. And even the trip was a journey, which I'm full of time. My, my, I looked at my wife and said, can you believe my Mr. Fox is going to be there? And she's like, wow. And I'm like, I would love to meet him, even though it was more of a comic book thing. I don't care about comics, but I care a lot about him. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, he's had galas for his foundation. I, I haven't attended, but he hasn't made the last three years because of, you know, likely Parkinson. So I said, you know what? I, I want to go. I want to thank him for what he does. We don't know how many more he's going to be able to do. I know he loves his fans. So it was more of a fan thing that I was going into it as a awareness and to tell him how much we sent our love. So anyway, uh, I, I made the journey. I wouldn't have went if my wife didn't support it. And that's another thing. Um, my support throughout this whole journey was my wife. Thankfully, she loved my mother. They were best friends, too. And uh, she was strong enough to help with my kids. And while I was able to spend time, if I didn't have that, I might not have been able to do that time with my mother. So that meant the world to me. Even now, she's still a huge support. And we host another podcast called the Together for Sharon podcast, where we actually interview people in the Parkinson's community. And tomorrow, we're interviewing an artist, a cartoonist, who does Parkinson's. And it's beautiful, because it's a comic strip, like the old days. But Parkinson's is like a big black blob. And he sits next to it, and they talk, and they argue. It's, not, it's just genius. So tomorrow, I'm really excited for that. We only do that one once a month but because uh, she's busy with the kids. <laughs> but uh, anyway, back to Michael J. Fox. So I got there, and they do all these rules. They'll probably get mad if I say, don't touch, don't talk, don't do anything. And I was like, this is my one moment. Even if it's for a second, I'm going to do it. So I had a whole spiel, and I memorized it. I said, Mr. Fox, you're my idol and role model. I love you. We sent our love. We started together for Sharon.com. Remember my mother. I thought I was going to get thrown out. And I actually handed him uh, the band. We have a band that we had now for free. It just says the memory of mom, Sharon, and it says together for Sharon and Parkinson's awareness. And he uh, he looked at me and said, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I wanted to ask him, can I interview him someday? But I decided not to because uh, I looked at his eyes. I don't know if it was, again, the timing or maybe medicines. But at that moment, I felt like so much happiness, but also sadness, seeing what it did to, it does to him or anyone. So in my mind, it was like a movie, like, I just needed your voiceover. <laughs> uh, but it was like, just like spinning about all the good and memories of mom and then the bad. 
and it was just a great moment and i didn't even realize it but uh, some i got the picture i was so excited i shared it uh, I, w I went home a friend of mine happened to see other people taking pictures with him that day more back to the future and he he had the band on the whole day and uh, i didn't even realize i looked at my picture and i'm like wait a minute he was wearing the band and it was like just inspiring uh, now that he knows about my mother and like i said today if one more person knows but if michael j fox now knows it's really changed my life and he inspires me to even fight harder and I went to the bathroom and so I made a video it's online. I wanted people to know that I send my love and you know, he's having, in my opinion, a tough time. But again, I could be completely wrong with my information. Maybe he was just tired, but, uh, you know, it's just, uh, the whole thing's in my, if it's not French, but it just sucks that anyone has to do this. And there's many nights I don't sleep just thinking about those people like Melissa, Mark, Esther, and so many people that I've met. The other day, I did. A, I have the, another podcast. I don't have that many. We're becoming a channel. No, we, we we were we were tied for a minute there. Now you've pulled ahead. So uh. <laughs> well, it's called, called Q and A with Sharon Son, and the idea was really to highlight people who have written books or yeah. comics, or we're interviewing an actual person with Parkinson's, and he's a comic. He travels the world and does comedy with Parkinson. And I interviewed a congressman about the plan, uh, New York, uh, Paul Tonko. Uh, Democrat, and he was just great that he even gave me that opportunity. I actually contacted my governor, DeSantis. If you're listening, we'd like an interview with, with you. But he, uh, I wasn't able to. But the Secretary of State of Health, which is huge, third almost highest person in Florida, we're going to be doing an interview. So you know, I'm getting out there. I've tried to reach out to a lot of celebrities, not because they're celebrities, but because they have much more reach. I've been successful. They, uh, I don't know if you know Kenny G. He made an actual video in memory of my mother and played a saxophone. It's on our webpage because her favorite artist when she was with us was Kenny G. And they used to torture me in the car as a kid. Oh, it was Kenny G, Kenny G. And I had nightmares and then now I like him. <laughs> so, That's you know, great. we're just trying to get the word out. But probably that was a long-winded answer to your important small no, question but that's okay michael j fox is my hero and i wish him love and we fight for him all the donations if anyone we've done it about seventeen thousand dollars for my own family over the years to these organizations and we want nothing in return but again a cure so they're one of the foundations we really support and we're trying maybe tomorrow we're going to book it and I usually don't travel a lot. It's tough with my back and family and work. Or we might be, hopefully, and if we can't make it, maybe your viewers can. Uh, on I think approximately April 29th or 7th, they're having, it's called the Parkinson's Unity Walk. And it's a walk in uh, Central Park, New York City. And it's the 30th anniversary. Michael J. Fox Foundation puts it on. And it's just going to be a beautiful time with people who have Parkinson's caregivers, people who don't. They're just going to walk a mile, I believe. For uh, for a cure, yeah. Fun. Well, I, I don't want it to go without being said. The website is uh, togetherforsharon.com. So uh, that's that that that's where you can get uh, all of the information. You can go there. Uh, you can you can read uh, everything there is to read about um, what it is that you and your family have done in memory of uh, of Sharon. Um, I guess that's become a bigger thing too. Like yeah. we mentioned, than I could have dreamed and. We, uh, one thing just quickly, I realized a year ago, there are about a million people in the U S uh, who have Parkinson's and it's one of the fastest growing neurodegenerative diseases, sadly in the, in the world. But I learned about an organization called world Parkinson Congress, and I never even heard of them. 
Well, every two years they have an event, which it's almost like if you're into politics, like the big event where everybody just gathers. Well, this is for the Parkinson's community. And again, I wasn't aware. So I watched it on virtually. They were in Barcelona, Spain. I can't make it to there. But Paul McCarthy was their speaker. I mean, that's pretty big. That is. So what I decided is it's not about just my mother and I anymore. It's about everybody. And I feel, again, we're a family in this fight. So I've actually interviewed more on internet, like uh, email interview, because I can't do 600 interviews that quickly. But I've really it's been changed my life. I've interviewed 600 people throughout the world from uh, France, Spain, Italy, Iceland, Australia. I mean, you name it, we've covered it in Africa. And what we're doing is, you know, we I interview them for free. I post it for free and you can read it for free. And every morning when you wake up, I have my phone. I I get like butterflies, like when I met my wife a different way. <laughs> but I, uh, and it inspires me to keep fighting because a new story will pop up. And it's just incredible because now those people... And you probably have seen uh, it'll come up on my uh, social media. I don't know why I have seven social media. <laughs> it's all just me. But it goes back to the foundation, too. We're not a foundation. It's just me. And, you know, I just feel like a part of me is lost forever when my mother passed. Uh, so, again, I don't want to get emotional, but that's why I do what I do. And that's why we're here today to fight yeah. for everybody. Yeah. So um, can you tell me a little bit more about the, uh, the, the national plan to end Parkinson's act? Like how, how have, how has that progressed over the last few years as far as, you know, uh, cause, cause what we're basically looking at is the house has now passed a bill that moves on to the Senate. Yep. Yeah. So basically, uh, this was a bill and I didn't even know about, but last, the beginning of last year I became involved I was really honored that the Michael J. Fox Foundation reached out to me to be to be a spokesperson to my local representative, which anyone could have been at that time. So I had an honor to speak to my local representative of the House, and it was me and three other individuals. Some had Parkinson's, and we got three minutes each to speak. I put my speech uh, online. It's on the website. If you click, it'll go to the national plan, and you can read the whole million-page uh, million plan if you really want to. But uh, So I planned this speech of three minutes. I've spoken to thousands of people as a lawyer and a professor, no shame. And uh, this was a tough one, though, because it was about my mother. I practiced it, practiced it, finally got on the call. I fell apart in the middle of it because there's one sentence that says, my mother loves Sundays blowing bubbles with her grandkids and she'll never be able to do that again because of this disease. They loved it because they wanted the, the representative to know how important this is. But uh, so that helped because it passed. And so I thank Michael J. Fox and all those out there, uh, you know, who helped speak to their reps. Now we're moving forward in history and we're still making it. But we need everyone, including yourself, to reach out to your U.S. Uh, uh, senators, because now it's going to the biggest uh, floor in the world. And if it passes there, it goes to the president to sign to law. Out of the House, I mean, over 400 people voted. We have six people, which I partially, the the bad guy on my shoulders, like write them a letter. But uh, I don't know why anybody, I don't think they were informed or aware, which is sad, but we had enough to crush the whole thing, and that doesn't matter. But there's no reason, this is again bipartisan, there's no reason someone wouldn't support it. It's uh, kind of frustrating. So anyway, moving forward, I've already gotten Senator in my state, Florida, Rick Scott, and Marco Ruby have signed on, which is incredible. I'm, again, trying to get them to do a, a little podcast. It's not easy, but I uh, I just hope everyone out there, and it's so much easier, as you know, 
to reach your senator because it's just one or two instead of your house of representatives. That gets very confusing, even for me. It's like there's so many, you know, representatives. Yeah. So the whole the whole plan really is to dramatically increase the federal research for funding, develop effective pathways for treatments and cures, improve early diagnosis, spark new and innovative and improve models for patient care, create standards and measures to prevent this disease, address health disparities, uh, and also finally what we're doing, help, help, help enhance public awareness. But really the most important message that not just the Michael J. Fox Foundation has, but people who have Parkinson's that are my friends. One is a, another individual named George. I always joke with him because his name is George, and there's not many Georges that so were friends for life. <laughs> I'm George. <laughs> but anyway, he always tells me, George, if you're going to talk about this, you have to push the main word, it's urgency, because people are suffering right now. And if we don't get this, this should have been passed 100 years ago if we could have known about it. Uh, but it needs to be passed now. So thank you again for helping me spread the word of the national plan to end Parkinson. No, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, this is, uh, I, I think that, that that should be the focus of what our government does, or, or it should be one of the focuses is uh, health and, 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 and finding cures to things like Parkinson's and and some of these cancers as well as as you know i know this gets a little political but but there are there are so many medications out there that treat different diseases and cancers and things like that and pharmaceutical companies are out there just making billions and billions of dollars in profit on medication that that is is literally keeping people alive so people have to make the decision do i go into debt or, or, or financially destroy myself just to keep myself alive, or, or do I give up? And I, I think that that's one of the things that our, our, our senators and our congressmen should be doing more of is working to, to get these, uh, these pharmaceutical companies more in line. So I, that's, 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 that's all I'll say politically, because I know, I know that it, 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 Funny it, you uh, <laughs> mentioned that, because we do a lot of walks, so this, this, I'm, it's weird, I'll tell you the truth. And South Florida is a very large elderly population, very large Parkinson's population, but there is not enough uh, awareness. They have the Parkinson Foundation, which puts a beautiful event uh, called the uh, Moving Day. So it's a walk. So we're honored enough to be donated this year $1,000 from our family. Uh, anyone can join in. If you go to togetherthesharon.com, click donations, we have three or four choices of organizations. I don't ever tell anyone to just donate to one because everybody's in need. Yeah. Again, none of it goes to us, but it's in memory of my mother, which is beautiful. They all made a nice page. So uh, we have a, we'll have a table at the walk with just me, a hand out bands, and just to be, it's nice to have a, you know, an in-face or in-person thing, finally, because everything these days is on virtual, which I actually love because you get to meet individuals like you. And again, I'm grateful for our time tonight. So we have a table, you know, but the problem is we're in the middle of all the pharmaceutical companies. So they're all selling things. And we actually have people kind of run away from me. But then they take a second look, see the sign of my mother and me. They come over and they hug us and they cry. And that's really not just inspiring, but those are the people, again, who I just, they're like ingrained in my memory. From when I wake up to I go to sleep, even during the day, it makes me want to keep pushing and keep hoping that some incredible people out there like you might be able to hear our story and share it. And that's how we met too, is 
thankfully for uh, social media. No, and I'm I'm very thankful for it because I I feel like the reason that that we wound up being connected was because of the friends that I have that have been affected by Parkinson's. And, uh, you know, and that's, that's one of the, that, that's one of the few brilliance of, of social media is just how it does bring people together, uh, to, for, you know, for a common interest or, or that there is, uh, you know, you you wind up being drawn together in these sorts of situations. Um, because if it weren't for Melissa or potentially, uh, yeah. shaky Tom, uh, who, is easily one of the most intelligent uh, and and because uh, he suffers from Parkinson's as well. But I I, I absolutely uh, thrive in, or, or not thrive. I guess in the right word. But I I, I I am so inspired when I see his videos come up, uh, and 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 I watch them all the way through two or three times sometimes because I feel like what it is that he's out there trying to express as far as uh, awareness about Parkinson's and things like that. He does it so well. And I, I wish that everything that he put out there was, was more available uh, or, or that, that, that it was being seen more often than it is. Uh, because I, I feel like, and you can confirm this, but Parkinson's is one of those things that there's, there is so much fear wrapped around, uh, what it's, what it is going to do to affect you personally that, I, I feel like it goes undiagnosed a lot of the time until it's gotten to the point where it's it, it, it can't be ignored. You know, in, in your situation with your mother, as as far as like what was it that finally drove uh, you all to the point where it was like, we got to figure out what this is? Yeah, she uh, again had it for a long time and they never, they kind of, I feel like, kept me in the dark. My father's an orthopedic surgeon in New York, so he would try to help, but. You know, he would bring her to doctors. We saw like 15 doctors, but no one really, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about medical field, but a lot of them call themselves Parkinson's specialists. So, you know, you think if you're going to somebody like that, they'll be able to give you a cure, but that's not reality. Yeah. They try to help you, you know, with medicines. Uh, but I, again, really, to be honest, didn't, I knew what the word Parkinson, not even disease, for all that time until that fourth year when I took over because it was like almost an emergency situation. So I find that, and I wonder, and I haven't mentioned it, but I'm writing a book. We just finished it. It might take some time to get out. Okay. And it's going to be my, my journey of my mother and, uh, and me and my continuing journey. I call it aftermath, you know, like, but in a positive way, because now I'm, I have a new field, which is advocacy for my mother and her memory. But so it's bringing up a lot of tough memories, but I can't wait because it's going to kind of keep me on focus and each chapter is just so important and different. Uh, so I always doing that book, I was thinking while I was writing, you know, why they didn't tell me, why didn't they, you know, mention it? I feel like, again, I think we said earlier, I don't know if she was ashamed, unaware. Some of the biggest problems in society today with Parkinson's is misdiagnosis or like you said, not even being diagnosed. So there's so many conversations we need to have, and it's just the problem is the time. It's just so little time. But uh, again, I think back and wish I could ask her today, you know, almost not shaking her, but why didn't you tell me earlier? But I don't think I could have done anything different. Uh, again, the only thing we prayed for was a cure. We heard a rumor there would be a pill three years. This was like 10 years ago. Uh, you know, again, we tried everything. I just, she was in pain all the time towards the end. 
and whether it was the dementia hallucinations and the Parkinson's shaking, then it was the, uh, you know, the uh, fibromyalgia, back pain, dystonia with the turtles curling. It was just such a hard thing to manage. That I, again, I bring up my wife because she was just a hero to me. We tried to do anything we could, even for just a small moment, to make my mother feel like a regular person because Parkinson's disease does not define you. Uh, and that's very important. It, it, it might, unfortunately, be part of you, but it doesn't define you. And she would bring in towards the end, when my mother's not doing well, hair people. Again, we're guys, so I don't know the words, but manicure, pedicure, anything that would just, in a few minutes, make her smile. But, you know, she was having a tough time, so sometimes we had to cancel. But, uh, you know, anything, I, my advice, if you're a caretaker, forget all the bad things if there were. Thankfully, my mother was my best friend. We never had a bad thing, honestly. Maybe two arguments in our lifetime. Yeah. But, uh she was the first person I called when the good happened, when the bad. Every degree you mentioned, she was right by my side. It took me seven years, which is actually quick, to do a PhD. And I wanted to quit about 800 times. And she was always the voice that said, don't. Uh, you know, so again, I, I wouldn't have what I have uh, if it wasn't for my mother. Yeah. Well, and again, the website is Together for Sharon. Uh, so anyone listening, if uh, if you have... Uh, it, it just please go check out the website, read through some of the, the information on there. Uh, again, any donations you all are doing, those are going to the Michael J. Fox Foundation uh, for Parkinson's. Uh, that is, uh, it's, it's, it, it is one of those things that really needs uh, a lot more public attention because ultimately if, if, if we're just sitting inside of our shells and, and think it can't affect us, uh, George here is 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 absolutely someone that can say yes, it can affect anybody. Uh, also, so it's, yeah, it's amazing and sad at the same time. How many people, when I'm speaking now, come up and tell me they don't have it, but a neighbor has it, or yeah. some old friend? It seems like, unfortunately, I mean, it's spreading, like not spreading literally, but like uh, just more people are saying now they're aware, but for bad reasons. So if we could share this, uh, and that's why I came on today. Not just because, again, I think you're the best also, but I also think that uh, we have to reach, and it sounds so weird because like, coming from me, I'm a, I call, I'm like, I guess, a Parkinson's advocate, but uh, I, I don't want to just reach the Parkinson's community. My dream and goal is to reach people who do not have Parkinson's and people who are not Parkinson's caretakers because we need everybody on board or we're never going to be uh, closer to a cure. Yeah, and it's not just about reaching the people that can make a difference, but it's reaching the people that can push the people that can make a difference to make a difference. You know, it's it's the dominoes have to fall. Uh and 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 it's about making it's about making those connections with people so that you can you change can change comes in small increments, but in order to get that change started, there has to be enough people that are aware and, 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 and that ultimately it's, it's things like this that, that really set that in motion uh, is, is, is really the biggest thing. I want to also mention the, uh, the movie that Michael J. Fox did is called Still, a Michael J. Fox movie. That is actually on Apple TV. So if you're an Apple TV Plus subscriber, uh, it's available to watch. I've watched it, and uh, it, is, it is emotionally uh, one of the – one of the most enjoyable things I've ever watched 
It is it is extremely real, and it, it it will if if you're a normal human being, it will have an unbelievable effect on you. And honestly, my hope is is that anyone that watches uh, anything involving Michael J. Fox, I mean, I, I watched some of the reunion stuff between him and Christopher Lloyd, mm-hmm. where where uh, you know, I saw him too. There, but saw him the, the, it's the the two of them together are are so uh, just iconic. And and the fact that that even in Christopher Lloyd's advanced age, you know, he's still going out there. And anytime anytime there's something that the the Michael J. Fox Foundation needs, Christopher Lloyd is there in a heartbeat. Uh, Leah Thompson, same thing. She's 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 always seems to be available for for almost anything they need. And I'm 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 just I I it's inspiring to see uh, something that is just so. It's 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 uncomfortable. I mean, when I when I see Michael J. Fox when he's been interviewed, you know, it it's it's uncomfortable to watch. But it's one of those things that you 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 really just have to you have to muscle through because you need you need the perspective. You need you need to understand. You know, me as someone who is not uh, battling Parkinson's, I I. I need to see what those effects are because that's the only way to really recognize just how big of an impact it has on the people with it and the people around them. And the fact that there's absolutely, we, we are too technologically advanced to continue to make people suffer through this. There's, there's gotta be, there, there's gotta be something out there that, that will, that will uh, either, either do away with it or at least prevent it from happening to someone else. You know that's uh, that's my opinion, but I feel like that opinion is is based on enough uh, information and enough facts that there's you know same with cancer. These are these are things that 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 you know we we know that they're they're in our future. We should be able to to come to uh, some way to prevent and and cure these sorts of things. Um, um, on that on that note, actually, because you mentioned cancer, so again. Sitting here talking live, uh, this will go out to the world. I am an interesting person in my own view of myself because I do not have Parkinson's and I'm not a caretaker of somebody living with Parkinson's. So unfortunately, I've been, I found that I've been in a, a very odd world right now where I feel alone again, unfortunately. So what I decided is I need also some support. So I reached out, went to like 10 to 15 different groups, and they were more for people uh, caring for people a lot. So I found myself not wanting to speak because I don't want to, you know, make someone sad or talk about end of life and sure. death with dignity. So I was approached, I guess, because I'm on all the social media. And by the way, I hope I want you to add me and I'll add you on TikTok after. I didn't know you're on TikTok. <laughs> a, I never thought I'd be on TikTok, number one. Anyway. <laughs> my, my TikTok's very political. Uh, so. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you can add the non-political George on there. There you go. But there anyway, go. so I was reached out. It's called PSP Awareness. Okay. There, it stands for, I can't say it, but it's very technical. But those are individuals who also have a horrible disease that uh, you know, can take life. And it's similar to Parkinson's, but not Parkinson's. I actually have the word, and I always forget because it's just, uh, but anyway, so they approached me. And, uh, you know, we said we'd love to work together. And I don't, I don't, again, I'm not looking for anything, so I didn't know. And I was so excited because it's great. So we came up with the idea, why not start a support group for people who lost their loved one due to Parkinson's? 
And then we decided, wait, it's not just also about Parkinson's, it's about any disease. So you mentioned cancer. So we, we're starting this month, it's in a week, it's, I'm so excited in a sad way, but I'm excited that we're, we were starting our first support group around the world. It's virtual, where it'll be confidential, will not be taped. And uh, we're going to have, I'll be the kind of the support counselor, I don't know what you call it, host. And uh, we're welcoming everyone completely free. So there's no charges again. That's Everything great. I do That's is great. free. And anyone can come who's lost a loved one uh, due to any disease. The only fear I have, to be honest, is that we're going to get too many people and then no one will, you know, I don't want that. Right now, I think they have a lot because they keep, you know, they put me on the cover and people are luckily listening. I just wish I could find it's something like, well, you're going through it. I'll try and find the name. But anyway, that was something really important to me. And I'll let you know again how it goes. But it's going to be just once a month. Yeah, please and, do. Uh, just yeah. and it's another nice uh, thing out there for people uh, who feel alone like I did. And I still do, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand. And I, I hope that I hope that through continued advocacy and continued uh, awareness and, and just pushing uh, about everything, you know, involved. Uh, I'm hoping that you and your family members uh, find some sort of peace in knowing that despite the fact that, that Parkinson's uh, and, and dementia took your mother, that through what she gave or what, what she went through could potentially lead to uh, the, 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 because of, because of your pushing for awareness and your family pushing for advocacy and, and, and pushing for, uh, money and, and, and things like that to help. I'm hoping that, that you all find peace and knowing that, that she didn't, she didn't pass in vain, but that, that this is all leading to what will inevitably happen. And, and that is that other people will find relief, uh, in, in, in their, in their fight against Parkinson's. I appreciate it. I did find it. It's PSP is progressive supranuclear palsy, a rare progressive brain disorder caused by a gradual deterioration of cells in the brain system. So, you know, again, it's similar, but not Parkinson, but I hate, you know, all these diseases, including cancer. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, uh, want to make sure everybody knows and, and remembers and, and goes and looks. Uh, the website is togetherforsharon.com. Um, and, and before I, I let you go, uh, I do want to do what we do on this show uh, with all of my guests is uh, we do what's called Seven Questions. It's the All About Nothing podcast, Seven Questions. Uh, I love it. I have one quick thing after. If you, unless you want me to say it now. No, no, I please go, now, ahead. go for it. Uh, I just want to thank you and your uh, audience for this time. Again, I can't say words, really. I shouldn't even say because they don't mean enough uh, just from my heart to all of you. Uh, but I always say this on every podcast or any of my own. Uh, we love you. We support you. We care a lot about you, and you're never alone. I will advocate for you, and together our voices are so much stronger. And I always say I'm just getting started because uh, I'm not, but I feel like, again, every day we're kind of renewed and, you know, you got a new sense of a new journey that you see. And the only journey that crushes me to this day is the journey I don't know about. So sure. if you're out there and you think you're struggling, please, you know, reach out. It's togetherforsharon at gmail.com. It's pretty simple. Again, the only thing you'll get from me is some love and support. 
I don't want money. We won't. We'll, we'll send it back to you. We don't. That's not what we're doing this for. Well, I would. I would advocate for maybe if they do send money that that we continue to push that over to the Michael J. Fox Foundation because I think that they do so much. They do so much good work to 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 spread awareness about Parkinson's. So, uh, all right, Doctor Doctor uh, George Ackerman, are you ready for your seven questions? I hope I can still use this podcast after this. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be okay. I, I, I haven't had anybody say anything it. incredibly offensive yet. So, all um, right. First question. What was the last thing you Googled? Interesting. Oh, today, unfortunately, is how to get your computer back on the internet. So you can go to a podcast called all about nothing. <laughs> that's that. Look, no, that that's a, that's a fair one. I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate the fact that you did because uh, honestly, when you messaged me earlier, I, I thought, I, I thought, well, it, it's not a big deal. We'll, we'll figure out how to get everything working. So that was good. Yeah. All right. I'm uh, very reliable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second question. Uh, if you could have one superpower, uh, what would that be? I mean, this is kind of biased, but I would, if I could heal Parkinson's or get rid of it, that would be my only thing in my life that I care. And if I could bring someone back, it would I, be my mother. But I don't want to bring her back with Jeff Parkinson. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that is a very apropos answer. That's terrific. Um, all right. Third question. Uh, what is your most uh, embarrassing favorite song? Interesting. I mean, I love music. I love everything. It's embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, I don't want to ruin your question, but my, I have a favorite moment. Is that good or not? Sure. Yeah, please. <laughs> I flip it around. But I mean, honestly, one of my favorite moments, one of the pictures I might have sent you is my mother and I dancing at my wedding. Yeah. The mother and son and my wife took it and made it black and white. And it made it even more unique and beautiful. And that's like my big, my favorite picture ever after the kids and my wife. But it's uh, it was one of her favorite moments in life because she was so happy for us, and uh, it really just was the start of a new world for me and the kids and family, and it brought everything together. But being able to have her there in that moment, and she, uh, we played Barry Manilow, "I Am Your Son," because besides Kenny G, she loved Barry Manilow, and I remember I got to bring her before she passed a few years before to see Barry Manilow. That's nice. Uh, and that's so, you know, those are the little things when you say something or when you hear a song brings you back to some better times. No, I, th I think that's great. And, and I, and, and please, t wherever the question takes you, feel free. Got an embarrassing one now. You want the one too? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough, yeah. before I went to the world of police and saving lives, I was a bouncer in nightclubs. For okay. Like 10, uh, 10. And I would, I just love dancing. I don't drink, never smoke, never did that. But I, you know, when I, it was probably embarrassing, but I'd just go in the middle of the floor, all these beautiful people and just dance the night away. And <laughs> I probably made a fool of myself. And I didn't, when you're in that moment, you don't care. It's uh, that's why actually today that, and again, not to go back to Parkinson, but one of the biggest thing to fight neurodegenerative diseases. So I don't want to leave this podcast in sadness, but there's a lot of hope, not just for a cure, but you can fight it through uh, dancing with part. They have organizations called dancing with Parkinson punching and boxing they're having a big boxing event in miami florida we might be attending and that's punching for parkinson's i've been to the ballet here uh boca ballet and they had a uh, ballet with parkinson's where it brought little children together with elderly it was just so many beautiful things but they're not no one's aware even of that so that's what the site is it has all that social media we share all that i share a lot of other organizations uh, just because I, I just wish more people knew about it just yesterday we had a podcast and I interviewed 
two incredible it's a husband and a wife she has parkinson she actually the spokesperson for the michael j fox foundation and uh, we're celebrating black history month they're both black but their story is just incredible and they're trying to reach a population that's diverse and need help so yeah. anyway no hey, that's, you can see i love i love awareness but i also hate it at the same time no i i think that's i i think that's terrific that's i think that that is that is that's just awesome. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, fourth question. And this one, I'm hoping, uh, this one, this one is designed to make you think of your parents, but, uh, what was one of the things that your parents did that embarrassed you? I'm so proud of my mother that she never embarrassed me. Okay. Okay. Uh, my father, I don't know. I don't, it's hard. You know, I just, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> I okay. I think it was, maybe, I think I got one. I look back, I kind of regret it, but me and my mother used to fight every Sunday in a, a really in an angry but loving way about what we're going to order for food. Like, <laughs> the whole family, you know, you probably have, if you have a big family and a lot of kids, everyone, no one wants to agree on what kind of food to get. And then we would just argue for such a long Now it's like Sunday comes with no more argument that I missed those times. But that was like kind of, you know, not smart but it was something that was embarrassing and sad and pointless but you know hopefully i'm trying to figure out one word answers or i'll keep you here all night <laughs> <laughs> no i you know it's it, it, it's 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 one of these things I, I really hope that no one actually ever asks me these questions because uh <laughs> one day uh, i'm gonna do a podcast i'll be interviewing you and we're there gonna you go, go there you go I, i'll tell you i i love i i've 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 been on two i've been on two other people's podcasts recently and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the conversations I had because I didn't have to prepare anything. I was just able to speak yeah. off the cuff. It was it was really enjoyable. Uh, all right. Well, I'd love to have one with you and your yeah. uh, representative someday. Yeah. Even if they don't win or win, it still would be great to yeah. keep in touch. Absolutely. Uh, all right, next one. Uh, what is uh, what is your least favorite candy and why? Man, these are tough. I don't <laughs> eat a lot. I mean, now here's one. My mother's favorite was Twizzler. She liked the brown kind, but I bought the other day the red one, and I just forgot I had it, so I took a bite the other day, and I broke my teeth, and that's why. <laughs> it's, uh, if you leave Twizzlers too long, they'll become extremely hard, and it's not a good thing. And my son wanted one. I gave it, and then I was worried that he's going to lose his teeth, but he's still young, so it's okay. <laughs> that's funny. Well, yeah, don't don't bust your teeth on Twizzlers. They're not worth it. Uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the advertisement for the football game. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. Uh, second to last question is, uh, what is what is the one question that you wish that I had asked you today? Tough. I love this part of the show the most because it brings a different aspect. I'm, you know, some of them I go on the same yeah. topic. So I think this segment is my favorite overall okay. of everything but you know, just letting me spread the message yeah. but what would I have wanted you to ask it's a tough one I mean honestly I think you were so great that you hit oh, everything you're going to give me a big head and uh, and 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 then and then everyone else is going to suffer from that. That's what's uh, that's what's going to happen. That's uh, <laughs> so in in nowhere to find me. That's right. <laughs> in in respect yeah. to the, in in respect to that, then the last the last of my seven questions um, is, and this one I ask everybody is, uh, and I'll preface this by saying I can't ask you this question, but what is the one question that you're glad that I didn't ask? 
one that made me turn this into a Barbara Walters interview that would sure. make me cry. <laughs> I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with it, but, you know, I don't know how tall you are. We're both big old guys <laughs> sitting around and not like, you know, a bunch of guys is crying. Is not, maybe they do cry. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's hard because this stuff is very tough topics, and I'm glad we were able to smile. And I always want to end it on a positive note that, yes, I lost my best friend and my mother, and, you know, there's days that have, like one quick story, I know we got to head off, but Lionel Richie was yet another person they tortured me with as a young teen <laughs> in the car from long drives from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Yeah. But then I turned out, I, I love him, but we were able to go see him, my wife and I. She didn't want to go, I dragged her. But, uh, uh, so we saw him at the Hard Rock in uh, Hollywood, Florida. But the second I got out, I looked at my phone and I really wish I could have called my mother because, you know, she would have loved to have been there with us. But, Anytime we did something, uh, I called my mother first, and she was just so she was so selfless that she always just wanted to be happy for me. And I remember, you know, whether tough times or the good, she was the first person. She was always reliable there for me, and that's the one thing that uh, you know is, I'm glad I didn't ask, but kind of haunts me every day still till my last day. Yeah. If I could know, if I know that other people learn her story, like Mr. F Michael J. Fox or you. And that means the world to me, and I won't stop fighting until uh, we find a cure so other families, caretakers, and uh, individuals diagnosed never have to go through what my mother and I did. And that's really my main message. So thank you again. Yeah, well, and, and I'll just say this, that, that uh, and, and thank you for coming on the show, uh, because um, I, I think uh, that this uh, subject in particular is one of the ones that, Again, it, it it's it, it flies under the radar until it until it's actually recognized as being uh, an issue, uh, and and my hope is is that even from this that people will do their own look they'll they'll do their own the research they'll visit your website together for Sharon, and they will get a better understanding of what what it is not just that what Parkinson's is and what it does to people. But but also recognize the effect that it has on on those you know the ripples that come off of these, that 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 it it touches everyone, because if if you know more about Parkinson's and you recognize some of the symptoms, uh, I, I, we're not at the point yet where it's preventable, but but we're gonna get there, and as long as it's something that everyone is advocating for. You know, we we can we we can get to that point. I, and like I said, I think that we live in a world with the technology that it's that we're there. You know, we we just we just need that push uh, from a medical aspect to 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 find uh, what it's going to take to prevent it and to and to potentially cure it. So uh, again, the website is uh, Together for Sharon. Uh, you can find links to it in the show notes. Um, uh, Dr. George Ackerman, I, I, I want to thank you very much, George, for being on with me because uh, I, I, I feel like from even just even as much as I know about Parkinson's and how it affects people to actually speak to someone who has not gone through it, but has been a participant in someone else's battle is 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 such a it's a unique position to have been in. And uh, your uh, perspective on it, I think, will will resonate with people uh, that that none of us are alone, uh, and, and it's and it's important to recognize that that everyone is affected, even if you haven't been affected by it yet. Statistically, 
you're going to be affected. You're going to know somebody. You're going to you're going to have to be you're going to be a caregiver to someone uh, who's who's battling through Parkinson's. And it's just it's it's important for everyone to recognize that un, until you know until it gets the absolute until it gets the attention that it absolutely needs uh, from our government and governments all over the world. You know, it, it's going to take us having these talks and, and, and communicating about it and, and, and talking about the things that you went through and, and discussing the good times and the bad times and, 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 and just understanding that, that they're all part of one, uh, one life and, and that there are so many of those one lives that, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's going to take all of us. So, uh, George, I, I am I am so thankful that you came on the show with me. I know that this is 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 difficult, uh, but I am appreciative of you giving me your time uh, to to sit down and talk to me, so that my audience can hear your story and 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 hear everything uh, that you uh, experienced, as well as the experience uh, that your mother had, and and just the closeness that you you both shared that uh, that that really led to. Uh, you becoming such an advocate and 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 be that advocate continue to be that tool because ultimately it's 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 you and it's Michael J Fox and it's 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 everyone else out there that that is that is really moving this in the in the right direction I really appreciate it. even just to finish what you were your statement is the national patent on Parkinson's disease it might obviously change the world for individuals in the United States but we're hoping other countries like Canada, UK, Africa, everyone can then take this plan that now is into law someday soon and they can implement it in those countries because they are also in need. And again, together, our voices are just so much stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. George Ackerman, thank you very much for being on the show. Again, remember, it is uh, the website is uh, Together for Sharon. Uh, com. You go check that out and get uh, plenty of information and 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 find ways that uh, that you can be an advocate uh, to support the movement to finding uh, a cure for for Parkinson's disease. Dr. George, thank you very much again. Thank you, and I'm going to find you on TikTok right after. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sounds good. Gotta, I hope to see you more. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right. Thank Thank you you very much for listening to the All About Nothing podcast. We'll talk to you next week. The All About Nothing podcast is produced and engineered by me, Barrett Gruber. Thanks to Cake for our intro music, Sick of You. You can follow everything Cake the Band at cakemusic.com. Thanks to Muff the Producer for our outro music. You can follow Muff on Instagram at Muff the Producer. I am Barrett Gruber. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Barrett Gruber or visit my link tree slash Barrett Gruber. Want to support the show? Visit our webpage, theallaboutnothing.com and become a member. There are several tiers available, including memberships that give you early access to episodes as well as exclusive content. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Find links to our social media, merchandise, and past episodes. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. If you'd like to be heard on the show, you can call and leave us a message. Dial 803-672-0533. If the time between these episodes is more than you can handle, check out our partner podcast. Zach and I host What the Pod Was That with Carrie Simmons. Visit whatthepodwasthat.com for links and details. Me takes a deep dive down the rabbit hole in episodes of Welcome to Wonderland. Available on all the podcast platforms. Visit WTWLpod.com for details. As well, you can listen to the political and social conversation between Dr. Jamella Brooks and Bill Kimmler on Black, White, and Blue in the South, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe and share this show. If you're on YouTube, please like and hit the notification bell. Thank you for listening. The preceding podcast is a product of Big Media and copyright 2024, all rights reserved.
This episode of the All About Nothing podcast is brought to you by Blank Canvas Brand. If you own a business, restaurant, or sports team and you're ready to shake things up with that new, unique image, you need to use Blank Canvas Brand. Blank Canvas specializes in brand identity, including logos and graphics for business cards, flyers, banners, and signs. Blank Canvas offers printing services to help with your clothing needs. Look, when it comes to talent and service, there is no one better. For more information, you can search Facebook for Blank Canvas or you can email blankcanvas at theallaboutnothing.com. That's B-L-N-K-C-A-N-V-S at theallaboutnothing.com. You can find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com.